On this episode of Mixin' Some Magic, I've got Ashley, the Disney planner babe, joining me to talk all about Disney cruises. So if you've ever considered a Disney cruise, or if you're going on a Disney cruise, you're not going to want to miss this episode. Hi, I'm Melissa with Mixin' Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert, and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week, I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me. Let's mix in some magic. Welcome! I'm so happy that you're here. I hope you're having a wonderful week, getting stuff done. It's summer, but it's still not too hot at our house, which I am incredibly thankful for. I don't love the heat, so I've been enjoying a little bit of cooler weather into June. I'm not going to complain about it. We will see how long it actually lasts. We've been busy just doing our thing. We have to get all new bedroom furniture and a new mattress by this weekend. So my husband and I have been doing mattress shopping, which is the worst, the absolute worst. It's no fun at all. So we've been doing that, trying to find a mattress. And then we've also been trying to find bedroom furniture. And it's just, it's not my favorite. I don't know what I want, but I know that I'll know it when I see it. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Um, we did find one mattress that we absolutely loved. It's a sleep number. It's amazing. Um, but it's $13,000 on sale. What a great deal, right? Uh, so that's a lot. And we decided that's the one we have to have and we love it, but we're not quite ready to pull the trigger on a $13,000 mattress at this point. So we're putting that on the back burner, but we still need a mattress to get us through till we can buy the Cadillac of all mattresses, as the salesman told us, and now I can't get it out of my head. Uh, so we're putting that on the back burner and we need a cheap one. And we found a mattress on Amazon that is highly recommended. Several of my Instagram followers sent it to me and it has really good reviews. And it was only like $450, I think. And after seeing a $13,000 price tag on the sleep number climate control 360, then this $450 mattress is looking pretty good. So we decided to just get that, hope for the best. We know it's not going to last forever. But we just need it to last a little while until we're ready to buy the mattress that we really want. So that's our plan. It arrived yesterday. We have not taken it out of the box yet, but it needs like 72 hours to fluff up. So we got to take it out soon because we're going to need it by Saturday. So what's, how many days do we have? That's like, we got to take it out of the box tomorrow. Okay. That's the plan. Taking it out of the box tomorrow. And then we also found a bed that I think I like on Amazon too. We went to all the furniture stores around us and it was just, none of them made me excited. I looked all over the internet. None of them made me excited, but there was one that I liked that was on Amazon and I am excited about it. I think it's going to be a good bed, but then again, I'm like a little worried that when we get it in our house, it's going to be like a complete disaster and I'm going to hate it. It's an upholstered headboard and it has a footboard on it, and it's black, and I think it's gonna be good, but it also like kind of worries me. It might have some like Playboy Mansion vibes, which is not not the look that I'm going for in my <laughs> in my house. So I think I'm gonna have to put it in my bedroom to actually see. I think that arrives this week too. So fingers crossed that the mattress is good. And that my bed doesn't look like a Hugh Hefner's bedroom. Let's just, I don't know. Maybe it'll be fine. I, I really like the bed. I, mean, I think I do. It's hard to tell just from a picture. Uh, so we'll see. I keep telling myself, if I hate it, I can send it back. I mean, it would be a big pain to send back, but I could do it. So we'll see. So that's the exciting stuff that has been happening in our 
little neck of the woods. In other news, I'm heading to Disneyland next week. And I'll be there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I get to do four days at Disneyland. I'm really excited. It feels like a while since I've been, even though I know it's not. It just seems like it. So I'm ready to go to Disneyland, have some fun. I have a couple friends joining me at the beginning of the week. And then my cousin Mandy is going to be joining me the second part of the week. And I'm pretty excited. So of course, I will post all about that on Instagram next week. So if you're not following on me on Instagram, make sure you are. It's mixing some magic. So make sure you're following along. I, my cousin and I were just talking about what kind of challenge we wanted to do because we like to do a little challenge when we're there because it just adds some fun to the day. And so we've come up with this challenge that we're going to do. I, you know what? I'll just tell you about it when we get closer. I'll tell you about it next week, but I'm excited. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. There's not much Disney news, which is a good thing because I got to have Ashley the Disney Planner Babe over to my house a couple days ago and we chatted all about a Disney cruise. She just got back from a seven-night Disney cruise and I recently did a three-night Disney cruise and she has a lot of tips and information to share. So we got to chat all about Disney cruises and it was very fun. So luckily there's not any Disney news because we don't have time for that kind of thing today. We've got an interview to listen to with Ashley the Disney Planner Babe. So let's get right into that. But first, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll have Ashley here chatting Disney cruises. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix and Some Magic. my friend Ashley here, the Disney planner, babe. Hello. Hello. We're going to talk all about Disney cruise. I wore my Disney cruise shirt special today. Ashley just got off a Disney cruise and I did one probably, it's probably been a year. So we're going to chat about Disney cruising, but first I want Ashley to introduce herself. So go ahead. I am Ashley Dixon on Instagram. I'm Disney planner, babe. I run Facebook planning groups and communities, um, Disneyland planning tips and tricks and Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks are the two main ones. Um, I have a Patreon. I am on, technically on TikTok, but I never post on TikTok. TikTok is for the kids. I just, I can't. So I'll, I keep thinking I'll try, but you know, so mostly Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm going to put links to your stuff in the show notes. Down below, linkity link. The linkity link so that you can check out Ashley and her stuff. Now, Ashley's been on the podcast before because I like to ask people some questions like your favorite ride and things like that. But I've already asked you that question, those questions. So I'm going to ask you some would you rather questions. Okay. Disney edition. I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather have a superhero outfit with a cape or without a cape? No capes. No capes. No Edna capes. mode. Come on. You want to get sucked into a propeller and die a horrible death? No. No capes. I, I thought you would say that, but then your favorite Loki wears a cape. Okay, but I, I don't want a cape on my... He can do whatever he wants. Like, he has the freedom to, like, rock his own life. But we just are going to have to be that couple that disagree on fashion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I respect that. <laughs> Who would you rather be friends with, Sven or Olaf? You can't can't be both. You have to choose one. I love them both. Probably Olaf because Olaf can talk for himself and Sven I would have to do the talking for and that might get a little confusing to me after a while. So, but I love them both. That's but hard. Olaf might talk a lot, but I talk a lot. So, I think we'd be okay. It might get competitive. Yeah, we'd work it out. Warm hugs at the end of every argument. <laughs> Warm hugs. Okay, would you rather have a nose that gets bigger when you lie or forget everything like Dory? Oh, shoot. Okay, I already do forget everything like Dory. So I'm just going to stick with that. 
honestly, like I almost forgot where you lived trying to get here. And I've been here, what, 27 times. So I, I'm sticking with Dory. That's okay. a little close to home. I think I'd rather have my nose get bigger every time. I oh, look. no. I don't lie very much. Oh, she are you serious? Okay. But wait, would my nose go back to normal? Like after how long, though? At some point, or would it just get a tiny bit longer with every lie until... That'd be bad. It grows with every lie. And then to get it to shrink back, you have to do like a, a random act of kindness. I could do that. Like, that'd be worth it. Balance it out. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's what all these do. are awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, let's give everyone just like a brief overview of what cruise we went on. Okay. Um, I went with my family. I have three boys and my husband, so a family of five. We went on the Disney Fantasy the first week of April uh, 2023. So it was spring break. It was Easter. I definitely have a lot to say about the best times of year to cruise and not to cruise. Um, but so yeah, Disney Fantasy first week of April, and it was the Caribbean. It was a seven night. So we went to um, U.S. Virgin Islands, British Virgin Islands, and um, Castaway Key were our three ports. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I did the Disney Dream, which was just a three-night cruise out of Port Canaveral. And we just stopped at Castaway Key and Nas Nassau. I always say it wrong. Nassau. Bahamas. The Bahamas. <laughs> so we just had two little stops and that was it. So ours was short. Yours was much longer. So I'm excited to hear about your longer cruise. But you told me just barely, and I didn't know this, that our ships, the Dream and the Fantasy, are sister ships. Mm. So that means they're exactly the same? Not exactly, but they're basically the same like layout of where the pools are, where the restaurants are. Um. So very similar. Yes. Okay. I had no idea. They were sister ships. Okay. So tell us about your cruise stops. Did you guys get off the ship? Did you have any shore excursions? What did you do on your, your stops? So we did not plan any excursions in advance. Um, I don't know if I necessarily recommend doing that or not. Um, because... When, at least when you book them in advance through the cruise ship, you know that they're, you know, it feels a little bit safer. You know, you're not going to get stranded or left on the island or, you know, if something goes wrong, they're going to take care of you. Yeah. And they know where you are. So you're accounted yeah. for. Yeah. So we did not plan anything in advance. We just got off the ship and walked about, you know, a hundred steps. And there are all of these different taxi services, shuttle services. And we just followed a crowd of people and got on attack, like an open air bus. Yeah. Wait, is this for what, what island are you on? Where Both. So the first one was British Virgin Islands. Okay. The second one was the U.S. So Virgin Islands. So thing. we did the same thing. We got off the ship, found the nearby open air shuttle bus. So um, like, where are you going? We'll go. Yeah. That sounds basically. Good. And, and, um, both of them were, yelling out we're taking people to the beach if you want to go to the beach come to the beach and we're like you're so Done. brave i would be scared to do that with my kids i'm like what beach are you going so there were, and there were a ton of other people so you know it felt so they were kidnapping lots of people right. so it was fun. Yeah. we're good we're gonna be in good company whatever goes wrong is gonna happen to all of us so um yeah and they took us the drive both places the because the first place we did was, I cannot remember the name of the beach. I'll have to look it up. And then the second one we did was Megan's Bay, which is a super popular beach. Um, like a 20-ish, 30-ish minute drive to get from where the ship ports to the beach. And then they're just, they just say, okay, we'll be back. Either um, they gave us, you know, business cards and said, you can call this number or have um, like whatever business nearby, call this number and we'll come pick you up. or we're just going to be here at this spot at this time. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go back, we'll be there. So we knew, you know, how long we had. We didn't want to stay all day long. We only wanted to stay for a few hours anyway um, and play on the beach and swim in the ocean. My kids had never swam in the ocean before. 
So yeah, like you'd think as much as we go to California, we just are always at Disney. We never go to the beach. Um, so they loved it. And yeah, we just hung out on the beach and played in the water, swam in the ocean, and then went back on the ship. Like it was pretty basic. Did they have any food or anything for you to buy? There were, um, at Megan's Bay, I didn't see, well, if you walk down every so often, they have like these huts that have snacks that you can buy and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but we weren't there long enough. Like we made it back on the ship for lunchtime. Mm. So, um, but when we were in, uh, British Virgin Islands in Tortola, there were a ton of restaurants all along the beach. So if you did want to eat, you could just walk up to a restaurant, like in the sand. It was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, just hung out on the beach and then Castaway Key is like a whole different ball game. Castaway Wait, Key was Before awesome. we move on, oh. what did they charge you for um, the shuttle ride? It was $12 per person one way. So it was about $25 per person round trip to get to and from the beach. And I will say this, even though it maybe was a little bit more risky and dangerous to not book with, you know, Disney, the same thing to have a, a taxi take you to the beach and back was like $75 per person yeah, rather yeah. than the 25 that we paid. Yeah, so through Disney, it ended up being great. I think that was well worth it. Money yeah. well spent. And you didn't even get kidnapped, right? It ended up great. Happily ever after. So good. And then you went to Castaway Key. I always have to like think when I say it because it's spelled K-A-Y. It's spelled C-A-Y. Yeah. Why did I say K? C in my brain. Because you want to say K. Yeah. Because you want to say Castaway K. So it's C-A-Y. And I always want to say K. And lots of people do. That's not right. Castaway Key. Why don't they just spell it? K-E-Y? Yeah. Yeah. Because they want to separate the people who know so that we can feel all like cool and elitist. Like, <laughs> Well, I'm not in the right group. I don't <laughs> I went to Castaway. He. he. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you guys think of Castaway I Key? I loved Castaway Key. I loved Tortola and St. Thomas as well. But Castaway Key was just a Disney beach. It was a magical beach experience, which was just like, if I could take a Disney cruise and just do Castaway Key for more than one day, like have there be two or three Castaway Key days, yeah. I would love that. That would be fun. Um, because we had so much fun. We snorkeled for probably close to over three hours. Holy cow. We just snorkeled our little hearts out because if you go out in the snorkel area, they've got all these like hidden treasures underneath the water that you can see. And we loved it. That was fun. I thought they were too far out though. They were far out. Cause there you have little kids that are snorkeling and they can't swim that far out to see those things. I thought they should have brought some of them closer. closer. Yeah. yeah. But there were some really cool things down there. My favorite was the Dumbo. They have a Dumbo ride vehicle like sunk into the water. It's under the water. Yeah. Well, and it's never very deep either. So all you really have to do is, I mean, and you've got your snorkel gear on, so you're just looking down and it's just right there. Like you can almost just touch the, and I think I might have, I think I might've stood on like Mickey's head or something at one point. I was I tired. But I didn't have a camera. Like an underwater camera. Yeah. Invest in an underwater camera if you're going to go to Castaway Key and snorkel. I think it would be well worth it to have it. I mean, especially if you have kids there that are snorkeling. Underwater cameras and videos are so fun yeah. for kids. I yeah. love them. The Prince Eric statue. Yeah, they oh, the Prince Eric statue was just perfect. <laughs> was so there, was, there were like, I don't know, eight or ten different things that you could go and see. And there were even a couple. They're marked with like a buoy above the water. So as, if you swim to a buoy out there, there's something supposed mm -hmm. to be underneath it. There were even one or two that we found that didn't have a buoy and weren't marked, but a lifeguard nearby. There's lifeguards everywhere, by the way. Uh, a nearby lifeguard. Do you call them cast members? They're, yeah, they be cast members. They have a, a lifeguard cast member. I think so. That's fun. He was like, did you see that treasure chest over there? And we were like, oh, we're where? And he's like, it's just right there. So we swam over and saw one that wasn't even marked. So it was, it was really and cool. And I think everybody has to wear life jackets, right? Mm -hmm. Which is nice too. And then they have lifeguards, which yeah. is really nice. We brought 
two sets of adult snorkel gear that we had from home. Um, but we didn't have kids sized gears and the adult ones didn't fit my kids faces very well. So we did end up renting, um, kid size snorkel gear. And I want to say it wasn't very much. It was like 15 bucks or something. Mm -hmm. So that was so, so fun. That is fun. Castaway key. Gosh, it's hard for me. <laughs> I love, yeah, it would be fun to just spend two days there because everything, you don't have to think about anything. You don't have to think about how much am I going to pay for this ride to the beach and where are we going to eat food? Because they have a little buffet spread out for you that you can go eat at. They've got a little water playground area for kids. They have games that kids can play on the beach. They have swimming with stingrays, which I don't know how much that costs. That's extra. They even have an adults only section of the beach, which is really fun. You can rent bikes and ride around. There's a little nature walk you can do. And, and the characters wander around too. Yes. Like Mickey and Pluto came out and did a little dance party in front of the beach with a bunch of kids. It was so cute. This is so cute. And I love, love that they have tons of seating, mm -hmm. like beach chairs galore. Cause there's nothing worse than like having all your stuff and no chairs in sight. You're like, what are we going to do with our stuff? Or you just want to hang out on the beach and relax. And you can't cause there's no chairs. But Castaway Key has tons of chairs. I'm I so that. proud of you. Every time I get nervous every yeah. time I go to say it. Castaway. Key. Turn the key. Turn the key. <laughs> so I'm going to remember Turn every time. key. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. That was quirky. And they have ice cream on the beach. Yes. And they have and the soda. Waiters. Yes. Did you get, do you have to pay extra for soda? I can't remember. On the Disney cruise? No. You don't. Thank mm -hmm. goodness. It's like the only one too. All the other cruise lines, you have to buy a soda package mm -hmm. or go without Diet Coke for a week. And who wants to do that? I would don't not survive. <laughs> That's not an option. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I loved that the soda was included uh, for free. That was great. That is great. Um, so for our cruise, we did the Castaway Key. And then we stopped in Nassau, but we didn't get off the ship at all. Because um, we'd already been to Nassau. And we just wanted to hang out on the ship with it less crowded. So we just stayed on the ship and it was really great. It kind of took some of that stress out of, you know, planning your shore excursion. So you definitely don't have to get off the ship. You can stay on and just enjoy the pool and enjoy all the amenities and not leave at all. So I was happy to do that. It's like we had an extra sea day that wasn't as crowded. Yeah. So that's what we did. It was just super low key. I think we went and saw a movie that day. So they had a movie theater on the ship. Mm -hmm. That was fun. Okay, let's see. Where's my list? What were some of your favorite activities on board? Because I know you did a lot with your kids. My favorite thing about, okay, I might say this several times about different things, but one of my favorite things about Disney Cruises are how high caliber the shows are. The night shows, stage shows are straight, like straight up competitive with Broadway. They just are so, so much talent and so well done. Um, so we went to every show that they offered. They, since ours was a seven night cruise, we did Aladdin one night. We did Frozen one night. And then on the last night, there was a show called Disney's Believe. Um, and I had never heard anything about it before. Just super cute storyline about, you know, a, a dad and a daughter and trying to find the magic and meeting all the characters again, showing up. Yeah. Isn't that it was one so where, like, cute. Mary Poppins kind yeah. Of there, it was then... super, super cute. Yes. Um, and my kids still talk about that Aladdin show and how much they loved it. Did they and fly on the carpet? Like they used to do at that. I, you know what? I think they did. Yes. It was really cute. It wasn't like wires with the carpet, but it was like a big thing that came up out of the ground mm. and then there was fog and smoke everywhere. So you couldn't yes. see it. So it looked like the illusion flying. of flying, so but the acting was incredible. Like it, it was so, I mean, I felt like I was at a Broadway show all three of those nights. So, and my whole family loved those. So whatever shows are playing on the cruise are worth your time. Oh, for sure. You can't skip the entertainment. Well, on ours, we did, we had a Beauty and the Beast, one that was really good, really good. 
Um, especially with the wolves, you know, when the wolves are chasing Maurice, they were really good. And then we had the believe, and I think we had like a comedian one night. I can't remember, but it was fun. Those shows are really well worth your time. But do you think it's better to go to dinner first or the show first? Because they're they always do two showings, so that there's like an earlier one and then a later one. So I missed the boat on (laughs) since we're. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, so I did not, uh, I wasn't on the ball with scheduling things. Um, and so by the time I got around to putting in like what, what time we wanted to get to get on the ship on day one and what time we wanted our dining to be, the only thing left was the late dining. Mm. So we ended what up with that. It was at, I want to say it was eight. Oh. Um, And that I was really worried about. Like our first day on the ship, I went and asked guest services, is there any possible way we can switch to the earlier one? Um, And they said, you know, we'll let you know, like, we'll keep you. Well, if, if anything opens up there, they have an app, the navigator app that they can communicate with you and Mm -hmm. you can communicate with each other. Um, but I never heard. I think that was their nice way of being like, yeah, don't call us. We'll we'll keep you you posted. Um, so that never happened. So we had the later, like 8 PM dinner time. Um, and the first night or two, I was really worried. I was like, it feels like we are, we'd go to a show and then go to dinner and we'd get done with dinner at like nine 30 or 10 and then go to bed. Yeah. So it felt like dinner and then bed, except for sometimes we stayed up late. We let our kids stay up late a lot, but um, but by the end of the cruise, it ended up being fine. Mm-hmm. Um, if I ever were to do it again, I would try to have the earlier dine time so that we could do dinner and then the shows and then. Yeah, Cause then bed. you don't get to do the, the late night snack. Cause you're, yeah, you're right? not hungry for that. We would do dinner, then the show and then go get more yeah. food. There were kids like little kids at the tables next to us like littler than my kids yeah. who were like falling asleep at the dinner table. Like, they would just like be like hunched over their dinner. So the late one felt late, especially after a really long day, like the, sh- the excursion days. Mm-hmm. Um, it did feel later. So if you have smaller kids, I would definitely recommend trying to be more on the ball and getting into the earlier dinner yeah. time. For sure. That makes total sense. Okay. Were there any other activities? Did you guys do any of like the Disney trivia? Don't we, we did, did a little bit of the trivia once or twice. We did Disney trivia family. Um, but it's like they pulled two or three people out of the crowd and mm-hmm. just did it with them. And then everyone else just watched, which was fine. But my kids were bummed because they were like, we want to do it. We want to yeah. be more involved. Yeah. Um, not just spectators, but it was fun. And then we actually played bingo twice. Oh, that's You fun. can play bingo. Uh-huh. Um, you have to pay for the card and everything. And then you actually win money. And they do this disclaimer at the beginning where they're like, because they let kids in. Like, they let the families in. Yeah. And they're like, if it's a kid playing bingo, but you win, you can yell out bingo. But hurry and then, like, hand your card to a grown-up. Because <laughs> we're going to pay you money. So the kids are so, uh, Yeah, no. They can be there and play. But So that was really fun, too. Um, playing bingo was just kind of an extra fun thing. Yeah. Um, and then what else did we do? We really loved the movie theater. I don't know. I just love sitting and watching a movie <laughs> with Poplar. And we watched Eternals. I don't know. I'm sure they had a movie theater. In they had a movie too. theater. We and we thought we would go, but we just mm-hmm. were always busy. And my kids were always at the kids clubs. Yeah. And and one night we did go do a movie by the pool for a minute while we ate a snack. <laughs> um, snack. We did one that was a a ratatouille themed anyone can cook class. What? You did a class. Yeah, it was oh, super fun. fun. And the chef was a legit head chef from somewhere like in France and who now is like a head chef on the cruise. Uh-huh. And um, each time that they do the class, it's a different recipe. So we went when it was like an apple strudel Ooh. and 
they bring around to your table samples. Everyone gets to eat the apple strudel Uh and then they bring you a copy to keep of their recipe. Uh And then he does the whole demonstration down there of how he makes it. And you follow along like with your recipe card. That was really cute. Like it was really fun. So be fun. Yeah. See, you got more time to do activities. We had, had a long, uh, we had a week long. Yeah. It was how a- many sea days did you have? Um, we got on the cruise on a Saturday. So that was technically sea day. Sunday, Monday, I think were sea days. Tuesday, Wednesday, we were off the ship both days because the Virgin Islands are right next to each other. Mm-hmm. So you do one the one day and one the next day. And then, um, and then another sea day and then castaway key. So we had three full sea days plus like yeah. boarding day. So That's nice. It was really, really nice. We had a lot of time to do everything that we wanted. Okay. What was your stateroom like? Because you have five people mm-hmm. and how did that work? I've always been curious how you fit five people in a stateroom. It's really nifty. I actually did a walkthrough of my stateroom showing mm-hmm. how, because you have a room attendant cast member, room attendant, who will come in throughout the day. And um, like in the morning, we would wake up and we would leave and all of the beds would be down. So we had a, a queen size bed or however big it was that my husband and I slept in. And then there was like a little curtain divider. And then on the other side, there was a couch that would it, I want to say would become a bed, but then you think of a sofa couch, how it pulls out and it doesn't do that. It just sort of like the top layers of the cushion flop down mm-hmm. and then it's a bed. It's like a twin size. Yeah. A twin size bed. And then right above that bed out of the wall, like out of this, not the wall, the ceiling mm-hmm. out of the ceiling pulls down like another twin bed. So it ends up looking like bunk beds in the oh, wall. Okay. Um, and then our room also had a Murphy bed, like a twin size Murphy bed that pulls down out of the wall. Oh. Um, and then we had a, a balcony. Ours was like a balcony family suite. I want to say was the, the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our room attendant would come in, uh, once we had left for the morning for that, for the day and push all those beds back up into the walls, back up into the ceiling put the bed back into a sofa and make our bed and then do all the regular things, trade out the towels and all of that. Um, and then um, at night before it was bedtime, he would come back and he would pull everything out again and get it ready for bed. Um, so we never had to worry about like, you know, trying to figure out how to get the bed up out of the wall so um, nice to just have your bed like <laughs> ready to fall into. It was so great. Um, and then they, of course, they leave the cute little chocolates and the the towel animals, and mm-hmm. uh, so it was it was really cool. So that's how we fit five in a room. If we had six, we would have had to like probably look into getting two rooms, like yeah. adjoining rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, We've done that before because we have six on a different cruise line where we had to get two adjoining rooms, and it was actually really nice. Because then we had two bathrooms because mm-hmm. everyone wants to shower at the same time. It's kind of a mess. So two bathrooms was real nice. I do like the way that the bathrooms are laid out on our Disney cruise because the toilet and sink were in one room. And then right next to it was another room with a sink and a shower. That's nice. So someone could be in the shower and someone could be in the you know toilet room separately at the same time. And that was pretty cool. Um, and I was worried that with five of us, we would feel really cramped and not have enough storage room and not have enough space. And our room, I felt like was really spacious. Mm-hmm. We had room for everything that we needed. So it's perfect. It was nice. And we liked having the balcony. Yeah. That is. Nice. That was a splurge to be able to have a balcony with. Did you a use room the balcony? Five. We did. We went out there and sat a few times and just kind of watched, you know, um, my husband's an early morning guy and I'm not an early morning person unless I have to be. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times he would wake up before anyone else and he would go like sit out there and just chill, watch the ocean go by. My husband would totally love that. Yeah. I'm not an early morning person either, but when we're on vacations, he like gets up to go see the sunrise. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. We did that one, one morning. <laughs> my, hu- the, my husband and I, we ditched the kids in the room, let them sleep. And we went not to the balcony, but we actually went up 
on like mm-hmm. the pool deck area and watch the sun come up. It was really cool. I don't know if I could ever have a room with a balcony. I am really nervous about heights. And the idea of a balcony scares me. I'm afraid I'm going to fall over. Even thinking about it now, my hands are getting a little sweaty. <laughs> I'm so scared. I think I would fall. And But they have high railings, yeah. right? Yeah, they're safe. Man, I think I would figure out a way to fall off. I well, are you it. nervous on other parts of the ship that have railings? like, uh, Or is it just like, I just oh, no, don't there's really a balcony get, in my room? I just don't get close to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a ship, but I need to be seven steps away from the edges of the ship. Exactly. I'm a centership girl. Yes. And I try to stay away from the edge. And my kids, I'm always like, they're not even little. And I'm trying to keep them away from the edge of the ship. My husband's like, they're not going to fall off. He's 15. He's not going to fall. I am sure. I'm sure you're not the only one out there who has had the thought, like, what if my kids fall off the ship? I'm sure that's a common like anxiety that people have, yeah, but so it's I safe. I don't think I can have a problem. It's just too much. I want to be able to sleep and not worry I'm going to fall off. It doesn't make sense. I know. <laughs> like sleepwalking. <laughs> Get up out of bed and sleepwalk off of the balcony. Uh, maybe. Now that you brought it up, I'm going to worry about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. No. What if you fall, fell off in the dark? No one would ever find your body. Ever. I think that happens to people. <laughs> Okay, so what's next on your list to talk about? <laughs> I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling. Let's, let's move on. Okay, let's move on. Um, let's talk about favorite dining. So we had the same dining, the same three rotational dining, right? So your waiter goes with you, which is really nice. Your wait staff is always the same, which is fun. So they kind of remember what you like. I asked for Diet Coke with lime. So they always had a Diet Coke with a lime waiting for me, which was fun. And we had the, tell me the restaurants again. Now I can't remember. The restaurants on the fantasy were um, Animator's Palette, uh, Royal Court, and Enchanted Garden. Yes. So those are the three we had as well. But what, how did that work? Because ours was just a three nights. We went to one of those restaurants three nights in a row. So what happens when you're on a seven night cruise? So the one that we started on, which was Animator's Palette, and I was so excited because that one's my favorite one out mm-hmm. of the three. You get to do that one three times. Three times. Mm-hmm. So you just keep going around. So yeah, you just cycle back around again. So our mm-hmm. ours was Animator's Palette night one, night one. Night two was Enchanted Garden. And night three was Royal Court. And then on night four, we went back to Animator's Palette again and okay. just cycled back through. Do they have different menus? Yes. Is the same? Nope. Different menus each time. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. And I I loved... Rotational dining is another thing that I really loved about the Disney Cruise. Um, and our wait staff cast members were so awesome. Because mm-hmm. my kids are picky eaters. I was worried that... I was like, they're just going to eat pizza and ice cream the whole time because they won't like anything else. Like at sit down dinner. What are my kids going to eat? And our servers were amazing. They would bring my picky eater, anything that he wanted on the menu or not. So there were a couple of nights where he looked at the menu and was like, I guess I'll have just French fries. Like that's all that I want to eat. And I was like, what about a grilled cheese sandwich? That's not on the menu, but we could ask. So we asked and they were like, yeah, sure. And they would bring, and they brought out a grilled cheese sandwich. They had cut it into like like, uh, triangles and stacked it up like a little pyramid. Um, yeah, they just were amazing. They found out really quickly that we go through two bottles of ketchup of every (laughs) meal. And so they had ketchup readily available (laughs) for us. And, um, you know, they always had my diet Coke and, uh, my kid who wanted a different drink every night, they were good about that. I think by the fourth night when we showed up, they brought Mm -hmm. him uh, like chocolate milk, orange soda, Sprite, and apple juice. And they were like, here you go. We didn't know what you want. So we brought all of them. Like they just, it, we felt so spoiled. It was that's so really fun. cool. Um, shoot. I forgot what I was going to ask you. Cause I talked for too long. No, that's not why. 
because my brain doesn't work all the time. And you oh. can order two or three appetizers. You can order two or three meals. You can order two or three desserts. I think once we didn't like, like I looked at the menu and I didn't like anything on the appetizer menu. So I ordered just two meals. Um, and I, I do not feel guilty about that at all. Like you're paying for this Disney cruise. So um, yeah, you're paying for it. There's a fly in here. I know. I've been swatting at it a few times. Um, it always feels weird the first night to just walk out though without paying because mm-hmm. you feel like someone's going to call you back. Like, Hey, who do you yeah. think you are? Get back here and yeah. pay this bill. Or at least like put a tip on the table. Yeah. You can't do that though. Um, oh yeah. I remember what I was going to say. Did your wait staff, did they have like little games, like puzzles with crayons and stuff that they had to um, try to do? We didn't, I don't think we had puzzles, but they had like fun little coloring sheets and things mm. for kids. But our waiter, every night he would put some crayons on a table in a certain pattern. And then he would have us do something with it. He'd be like, turn this giraffe into a horse. Or I don't even remember what, what they were you moving just one crayon or make this triangle into whatever use you know moving to two crayons i don't remember specifically what it was but it was so fun and they were tricky um but we loved that that was fun i just liked how flexible they were as well like there were nights where one kid was like i am so tired i am so done i am going to my room and he would just bail and the rest of us would stay mm-hmm. and we would just like roll with it you know, or my, all three of my kids would leave to go back to kids clubs and me and my husband would just stay and like spend time together at dinner. And they just kind of go, go with whatever you, whatever works for your family. They're just there to make you happy. I loved it. It was nice. Okay. What was your kid's favorite part? The kids clubs for sure. All three of, well, okay. Yeah. I am going to say all three of my kids loved the kids clubs. Um, my youngest is seven. It took him a minute to warm up to it. Mm-hmm. The first time he went in, he kind of didn't know what to do. And we ended up getting a message on the app within like 30 minutes saying, Jake wants you to come pick him up. And I was like, I just dropped him off. No. So um, it took him a minute to warm up to it. But then after that, um, I think what did it for him was the next day we went, we were, it was an at-sea day. We dropped him off and um, some characters showed up. Some Marvel superheroes showed up to the kids club Mm -hmm. and interacted just with the kids in kids club. Mm -hmm. And that was like, whoa, I got to hang out with like Captain America or whatever. And and he thought that was so cool. So after that, he was like, yeah, I'll go to kids club. And what was interesting about my three boys is they are all about three and a half years apart in age. So they've all got to be in a different club. Mm-hmm. Um, so my seven-year-old went to the Oceaneers Club and Oceaneers Lab, which is ages three to 12. Um, and a lot of people were like, three to 12? How do you have three and four-year-olds in the same area as like 11 and 12-year-olds? They have different areas within the kids' club um, and different uh, you know, cast members that gather together mm-hmm. like aged groups. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's going to be a bunch of 11 year olds running around knocking over the three and four year olds. Like it's very, uh, well-managed chaos. Mm-hmm. So, um, he went to that one and then my 11 year old, there's a club called edge and it's for 11 to 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he could have gone to either, like he could have gone to the three to 12, or the 11 to 14, but he want, didn't want to be with his younger brother. He mm-hmm. wanted his own club. So he went to that preteen club. And then my 14 year old went to the Ed or the Vibe Club, is the teenage one. And it's 14 to 17. And so once again, he could have chose to go to the Edge, the middle one. Mm-hmm. Like there was always a little bit of an age overlap. Yeah. So if you've got a kid on the, on the verge of like, he could go to this club or this club, sign them up for both and mm-hmm. let them choose. Um, so they all went to their own clubs and made their own friends on their, like the first day. And, uh, we had told them in advance, like you guys have a lot of freedom. Like we want to see you for shows. We want to see you for dinner every night, obviously doing the show, the shore excursions and things. But other than that, they would be like, 
the club is doing a video game tournament at this time. I got to be there. Okay. Like go, go, yeah. go do your thing. And they loved it. So how old do your kids have to be to check themselves in and out of kids club? Do you know? My 11 year old could. My seven-year-old could not. No, he needed someone 14 or older Mm -hmm. to be able to check him in and out. Mm -hmm. So my 14-year-old technically could have checked him in and out. um, But my 11-year-old could go on his own and then the 14-year-old could go on his own. Yeah, that's nice. So you don't have little five-year-olds checking themselves out? No. Yeah, a grown-up or someone over the age of 14 has to drop them off. They're super secure. They have a little wristband that they wear that they have to scan before they go in, mm-hmm. as soon as they go in, they have to wash the ha- their hands in this cool they have the machine. Wash. Yes. The hand car wash. The cool machine. You yeah. stick your hands in there and it like, yeah, it is. It's a hand car wash. It like washes them for it's you. Like it's an automatic washer for your hands. I loved it. I, it wanted to, I wanted to go in there and do it every time. That was fun. So uh, my, my kids loved, loved, loved Kids Club. And I loved having them in Kids Club. Because even though it was a family trip, that gave me and husband a lot of time to do whatever we wanted to go do. So yeah, that is really that nice because cool. they're having fun. You're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. When we, we've done a Royal Caribbean cruise that had a kids club. I mean, it's not like the Disney kids club. Nothing beats the Disney kids club. And my kids, I think they were like, my girls were like maybe seven and nine and they did not like it they didn't want to go so mm-hmm. they tried it out once we made them go the second time and then after that they were like nope we're done so they didn't love it they're not as outgoing as your kids yeah are. i wouldn't i wouldn't know what i would have done if my kids would would have not liked it and i had to be with them the whole time i've been like mm. <laughs> family vacation all right let's That's do when this you're glad it's a three day let's do it <laughs> but thankfully they loved it and had a good time okay what are your kids club tips do you have any um so we on like the second or third day i realized i needed to get a hold of my son who was in that edge club the 11 to 14 preteen club and they don't have the phone numbers listed anywhere. They don't have like a message thread for them oh. in the app. You needed to be able to like to pick up the phone and call them. I didn't know what the extension was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shoot. And so the next day, and then the same with the teenage club. So the next day when I went there, I like made a little note in my phone seeing how to get a hold of them. Cause I was like, how do I get a hold of them? Cause my kids don't have phones with the app. Yeah. If your kid has a phone, and can download the app, then you can talk to them like that on the app. Mm-hmm. But if they don't have a phone and they're at kids club. And that's kind of the, one of the reasons you go on a cruise is so your kids' phones don't work. Yeah. You know, we did not buy an internet package. Like for me or husband, um, that was really hard for me. <laughs> that was the first time in probably four years that I have been offline for a week. Did you even know what to do with yourself? No, I was rough. It was hard. Hard. I like, and then when we did have like a minute of service on the beach, I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Okay. What is like the most important thing I have to do right now? <laughs> like, cause when you work online nonstop, it's hard to take a week and not be. Yeah. Um, kind of nice too, though. <laughs> I was, I was glad to get back to it at the end. <laughs> I was like, I'm back. Um, but so, so we didn't have internet. So even if they would have had their own phone, um, they would have just had the navigator app just to communicate. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. So, um, so that's one. Um, also I think on the first day when you're signing them up specifically the three to 12 year old one, because that's the biggest and most popular of the kids club. Um, just be patient because we were there during spring break, Easter, and it was very overwhelming with the amount of kids on my cruise. Um, the the cast members who worked at the kids club told me later that week that they had basically double the amount of kids on this cruise that they have on an average cruise. That's a lot. Um, because it was spring break, because it was the last time that you could use that buy two get two free deal that mm-hmm. they that they did last year. Um. So it just turned out that way. So they were really, it took probably 40 minutes just waiting in a line down a hallway 
to get up to the front desk to sign my kid, like get his wristband on him and they take their picture. And But if you are on the ship, they guarantee you a spot at the kids club. Is that true? Yeah. Or do they ever fill up? I, I don't think they would. No, because if they capped it out, there would have been half of the kids on the cruise who wouldn't have been able to go there. Right. On the, have... the Royal Caribbean one, they would fill up which was really frustrating. The first few times we tried to take our girls, they're like, we're full. Like you're full. What do you mean? I don't understand. And that was annoying that they would fill up. So I was hoping that the Disney cruises wouldn't. I don't think so. Um, there were times when they were really, really busy when the their kids were running everywhere back there. Cause it was really packed. Um, and then there were times, you know, late at night or, Earlier in the afternoon on a port day when we got back earlier mm-hmm. where there was, there weren't very many kids at all. So yeah, it just depends. But okay. What about Disney cruise tips in general? Do you have any general tips? Um, plan to get there with plenty of time because I did not realize that it took us, we, we didn't have a car when we were there. So we took an Uber XL from downtown Orlando to Port Canaveral and we pulled up in Port Canaveral. I could see the Disney ship from the freeway and from the, from the point that we got off the freeway to the point where we got out of the Uber was an extra like 30 minutes because we were just stuck in this huge line of traffic because we had a little bit of a later time. time. Check-in. I want to say it was like one 30. So I would say, yeah, get the earliest check-in time mm-hmm. possible if you can. Because I think our check-in time was 11. 11 was the earliest on ours too. Yeah. And so we ended up getting there at like maybe 1030. But we got dropped off by an Uber too. But there was nobody. Like we pulled right up. Yeah. We didn't have to wait. So, so. if you can get that earliest time. Yes. That's great. And then it gives you more time on the ship. You take your little swimsuit in a side bag because you won't have your luggage in your room until later that in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so take a little bag with all the things that you need for the day and start your vacation right as you get on. Yep. And then get your earlier dining time if possible. Yeah. Especially if you have little kids. One thing someone told me to do that I was so glad I did was to bring like a tumbler. Yes. I knew you were going to say that us too. Yeah. It was awesome. I brought one of those because you can, you know, you filling up your soda. You just have these little plastic, not plastic. Well, maybe they're paper. No, they're tiny. Are they? They're the same cups that they use for water at Disneyland. They're just small. Um, but in some of the dining rooms, I guess they're a little bigger. Anyway, we just fill up my soda cup and it was so nice to be able to take that around to the pool and all over. Um, the buffet, mm-hmm. cabanas, mm-hmm. um, they had for lunch, during lunchtime and breakfast time too, they had a little spot that had like meats and cheeses and charcuterie stuff Yeah, and they had lemon wedges mm-hmm. and I would go in there and <laughs> ask them for lemon wedges and so that I could squeeze lemon into my Diet Coke tumbler and so have smart. that. Yeah. So smart. Um, what else? Also ordering, did you guys ever order ice cream sandwiches too? We did Or the ice ice cream bars. I know. Everyone says do it, but we did not. It's all included and they just drop it off at your room. It's a fun little bedtime snack. I will say get, if you want to have a lounge chair by the pool, Mm. um, make sure that you get there super early rope drop the pool. Because we did not. Well, we you're not the same. You had a super busy cruise too. Yeah, we did. Maybe travel in the off time. If you have flexibility with when you go, don't go the first week of April for spring break Easter time. <laughs> it was still great and we still loved it, but it was really every single room was packed. They had signs everywhere that said no upgrades available. Cause I guess that's the thing that they do sometimes is mm. if they have rooms and people want to upgrade at the last minute, they can, but there were, everything was just crazy. Yeah, you went at a busy time. Okay. So do you think that a Disney cruise is worth the money? Cause they are so expensive. If you've never priced out a Disney cruise, <laughs> just go into it knowing you're going to be shocked no matter what 
number you have in your mind, when you go price it out, you're going to be shocked. Mm -hmm. So we figured out that we could do a seven night cruise on a different cruise line for about a third of the cost. Mm -hmm. So we could go on three cruises of the same length versus one Disney cruise. Yeah. It's that expensive. So expensive. Um, even when you catch deals, because we caught a deal. We did buy two adults, get two kids free. But since we had five, we had to add an extra one on. It's tricky the way they price things. Well, and their deals, they're not losing money on their deals. They want you to think that it's a deal, but they're not losing money. They're still making money. Yeah. So it it's so, so expensive. Um. Do I think it's worth the money? Here's my statement that I have prepared. I feel like if you are a, a Disney fan, if you are a Disney family, um, I think a Disney cruise is worth doing once. And then after that, you might be that family that absolutely falls in love with cruising and you become like the regular Disney cruises. We do them every other year. This is what our family does because you love it so much. There are definitely those families. Like you can tell when you look at their doors, make sure you bring something cute to decorate your door with. The doors are magnetic. So people bring like cute little magnets and some people go way out. Like yeah. you can tell that that was too much for me. They've That's done it before many times. Their whole door is just covered. Mm -hmm. Um, and that reminds me of about fish extenders. Did you guys see fish extenders? Mm -hmm. We didn't do it because I didn't want to be like tied down to right. anything. Here, explain what fish extenders Um, So there's groups online that you can join that are specific to your cruise. Like we could have gone on to Facebook or wherever and found Disney Fantasy April 1st through the 8th. And there would be a group for it. And you would basically get to know other people before the cruise happens. And... uh Cruise extenders are like, you hang this thing out on your door that has pouches and a lot of them had like kids' names on them. And then throughout the cruise, other families would come and put like random little gifts and candies and puzzles and toys and treats in these little things. And then you would do it to other groups too. So it's just like a gifting among other guests and it's cute and it's fun. Um, one thing that I heard from someone was they said that their first cruise, they spent a lot of money and a lot of time doing really cute, fun gifts. Oh, and then the stuff that they were getting from other people was like Double a dumb, dumb sucker. Yeah. Like it wasn't, you know, and then they were like, dang it. <laughs> you know that feeling when you give this awesome gift and then you're like, oh yeah, it is. We didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> So, um, I think it's a fun extra thing if you're into that, but we, we didn't yeah, it's do too that. much for me. To yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to be like stressed out or tied mm -hmm. down to anything, but I do think though, if you have much older kids, like my kids are all teenagers now, the price for the Disney cruise is really probably not worth it. What you're getting with the Disney cruise that's a, makes it worth the money for people is that kids club that kids love. I mean, it truly is amazing. And everything is just so catered around kids. So if you have super, super tiny, tiny kids that can't go into the kids club yet, I would wait till they're older. Or if you have older kids, I don't know that a Disney cruise is worth the money. Obviously, you'd have a great time. Even with older kids, you're going to have so much fun, but it's going to be expensive. So if you can afford it and it's no big deal, then yeah, do a Disney cruise. But if you're putting off a vacationing for 10 years so that you can do this one Disney cruise, I would say, no, go on other vacations, enjoy your family and don't worry about a Disney cruise. Yeah. My kids loved the kids clubs. We loved the shows. We loved the rotational dining. We loved Castaway Key. There was a lot that we loved about it. Um, but for the price and the idea that, Hey kids, do you want to go on three cruises or do you want to go on one cruise? Like, they're going to pick three cruises, especially where a lot of the Disney things that make a Disney cruise special, like there are characters all around the boat, that you, the ship that you can see and take photos with. Mm -hmm. And if you're a Disney family that doesn't make it to Disney parks very often, that's going to be awesome. If you're a Disney family who goes to Disneyland or Disney World quite often and you see those characters, like it's still cool seeing them on the ship in whatever, you know, cruise outfit but it's not quite that wow factor because, you know, like my kids, we go to Disneyland all the time. Um, 
So that being said, we are going to take a cruise next year in 2024 to Alaska, not a Disney cruise. So wait, have your kids ever done a non-Disney cruise? They've never done a non-Disney cruise. I have. My husband and I have done other cruise lines. Um, This was our first Disney cruise and this was my kids' first cruise altogether. So they have, we've talked about them. We've talked to them about the idea that not all cruises are going to be the Disney cruise. Um, but they are open to trying other things. My husband and I both love cruises mm-hmm. because it meets both of our vacation needs. I want to be entertained. I want to have a lot to do, a lot to see. And he wants to relax and chill and have nonstop ice cream. Like yeah, that's his vibe. And we get both. So, well, and there's something to be said for not having to think of a single thing after you get on that ship. You're not like where, I mean, even when you're on vacation, you're like, where are we going to go for dinner? You know, what are we going to feed these kids for lunch? You don't have to think about any meals at all, which I absolutely love. You just show up and they feed you. It was hard to come home from the cruise <laughs> and be like, where's my room attendant that's going to come <laughs> clean my house and my chef that's going to make, make us dinner. So will you Disney cruise again though? You know, we're going to do a few other cruise lines. And if my kids have a blast on these other cruise lines, we're just going to stick with that. And there's so much else that we want to do and see. And time is short. Um, My oldest is 14. Uh, you know, heading towards adulthood pretty soon. That's weird. (laughs) And, uh, so we only have X amount of years left with them being kids. And there's a lot that we want to go do. So I don't see a Disney cruise in our near future. I do see other cruises. Yeah. And other trips. Yeah. I feel the same way. I don't know that my kids will ever get to go on a Disney cruise unless they're adults and pay for it themselves. Yeah. So I think they're too old now to really appreciate it. And they would like a regular cruise. They do like regular cruises. Regular is there Disney not Disney? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we knew that we wanted to do a Disney cruise as a family for years. Mm-hmm. Like we saved, we thought about it. Um, but we were waiting for my kids to be a really good age range. And with the youngest four, uh, being seven and the oldest being 14, mm-hmm. like seven, 11, 14, which was sweet great. Spot. It was the sweet spot. And when Disney was like, okay, buy two, get two free. I was like, okay, let's go. It's now, or we're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. So we just went for it. And I said, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it big. We're going to do the seven night one mm-hmm. out of Florida. We'll go big. So we did. So fun. And it was awesome. Zero regrets. For sure. But um, it'll, it, I don't see, yeah, I don't see another Disney cruise in the near future. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear what you think of your Alaskan cruise. Yeah. That's far away, though. I don't want to do Alaska. I love it. What are you talking about? I don't want to. Yes, you do. Stop it. I'm being a supportive wife and mom. Um, My kids and my husband really want to see Alaska. I'm sure I'll love it. I'm sure I will. Um, But for me, the idea of a cruise is sunshine and beaches and warm and not penguins and icicles i think it's gonna be different than you <laughs> have you seen pictures of alaska it's gonna be cold even in like the summer it's gonna be cold i think you're gonna love it okay okay fine it's settled you're gonna love it i am it's gonna be great well thank you so much for coming and chatting all about cruises yeah so fun thanks for having me anytime okay well you'll have to come back together yeah let's do it again okay deal. all right bye Thank you so much to Ashley for joining me on this episode. It's always fun to hang out with Ashley. She's amazing. And if you're not following her, make sure you go check out her Instagram and her Facebook page. They're both awesome. I will put a link to both of them in the show notes so you can check them out. Now, if you are excited about a Disney cruise or really any cruise for that matter, Getaway Today is the place you want to go. Right now, they are having a huge cruise sale, not just on Disney cruises, but on all different types of cruises. Maybe you're interested in Royal Caribbean or Carnival. They sell all of those, and they're always a great deal. But right now, they're an even better deal because there's a cruise sale going on right now. So I want you to go and check prices. If you've ever considered a cruise, 
I've been looking at prices because the sale is awesome. And we might do a little cruise for our family early next year. Shh, we haven't told anybody about it. It's a secret. Don't don't bring it up. Um, so check prices. I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you can check those prices or you can just give them a call. Sometimes I like to just call Getaway today at one eight five five getaway and just say, this is what I'm looking for because it gets overwhelming to scroll through all the different options online and they are cruise experts and can just help me find what I'm looking for quickly. So I can tell them where I want to go, how many nights I want to spend, about the date I want to leave, and they can easily help me out. So if you don't want to spend time searching online, give them a call or you can click the link. I put it in the show descriptions and you can check them out that way. That's all the time I have for today. Thank you so much for being here. And thanks to those of you who have left a review. I know most platforms won't let you leave a review. I think it's just Apple, which is kind of annoying, but it really helps me grow. So thank you so much to all of you who have left a review over on Apple. And thanks to everyone for just listening. I appreciate it so much. You are the best. And I always look forward to hanging out with you every single week. I will be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.